Are you considering LVPs, luxury vinyl planks, in your home? Flooring can make a huge difference, and with all the talk and rise in popularity of LVPs, you might be wondering if they're the right choice for you. Are LVPs all they're cracked up to be? Let's find out in this episode. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation. We are talking about flooring and very specifically LVPs, luxury vinyl planks. And flooring is a big decision because it's a big investment and also because it's inconvenient to change and update flooring. You have to move all the furniture, demo, remove baseboards. It's not convenient. So you want to get the decision right so you don't have to do it again. And at the end of this episode, I'll share what flooring I put in my home. All right, let's get started with what are LVPs? Well, LVPs are luxury vinyl planks. It's a flooring made of layers of man-made materials and vinyl, which is a form of a plastic. They're made to look like hardwoods with printed wood imaging on them. And that's what's made them so popular is that they look like hardwood, but with different characteristics than hardwoods have. Now, they come in a wide range of colors and styles and widths, so you have a lot of options when it comes to luxury vinyl planks. And there are many different brands and manufacturers. Many of them claim to be waterproof and scratch-proof, so there's more on that coming up, so keep listening. And they can either be attached by gluing them down or what's more common, which is floating, which is a click and lock system that is placed on top of a current floor or subfloor. All right, let's keep moving to are LVPs, are they good flooring or not? Are LVPs good or bad? Well, there isn't an easy answer to this. Some people absolutely love them. Some people absolutely hate them. Some contractors love them and some contractors hate them. It really comes down to what you want and what your expectations are with flooring. What do you like? Not just from the look standpoint, but from the function of it. What is your budget? And what factors do you need to consider? Like, do you have large pets? Do you have a lot of sun exposure? Do you live in a very humid or damp area? Do you have elderly in the home and have a fall risk that you want to consider with the type of flooring you include? Now, with LVPs, there is a large range of pricing. They used to be the budget-friendly option at only a couple dollars a square foot. But I'm actually seeing LVPs in the $7 to $10 plus range, which is now starting to be really the cost of what a hardwood floor would cost. Now, if you're listening to this episode, then you likely like the look of hardwoods, but are considering LVPs as an option as well. And what I want to talk about is a little metaphor about LVPs that could help you evaluate whether they're right for you or not. Now, I want you to think about 
a steak versus a burger. I laugh, I'm not even a red meat eater, but I think this is the most appropriate metaphor that I can think of to help describe this. Now, a steak and a burger are both good, right? They're just different. And depending on what you want, a steak might be better or a burger might be better. And there are different ranges of steaks based on the cut or the grade, and that makes the cost different. Filet is considered higher end than a sirloin. Now, burgers can also range in price and quality. You get burgers from a cheap fast food place or fancier gourmet burgers. Now, one thing I want you to think about, when you're going to get a burger, do you expect it to be a steak, especially if you're paying fast food pricing? No, you expect it to be a burger. And you might like or want burgers more than steak, and that is 100% okay. They're easier to hold. You don't need to use a fork and a knife. There are some great advantages to a burger. But if your burger costs the same as a filet, maybe you should consider the filet instead because you're getting a better quality product. You're getting more bang for your buck. Now, LVPs are very similar. Neither one is good or bad. It's about what your needs are, what your budget is, and what you value or want in flooring, and what you expect to get out of it. Just like you have realistic expectations when you're going to order, whether that be a burger or a steak, you want to have realistic expectations whether you're getting LVPs or going for a hardwood. Neither one is good or bad, but they are different. And this post isn't going to be a comparison between hardwoods and LVPs. I'm really diving just into LVPs. We can talk more about hardwoods in another episode or feel free to send me a message or a DM about this. But let's get into the pros of LVPs, of luxury vinyl planks. One pro of an LVP is that it can actually be installed and put over existing floors. Now, I do need to mention, if you want to put them over existing tile or any floor, you really want to have a nice, clean, even surface. If you're putting it over tile, you want to have those grout lines filled because any hollow space or air gap can lead to more movement and give you that hollow sound when you're walking. So insulation is really important there. Now with LVPs, another pro of them, you can keep your install costs down because it costs less money to install LVP. And another pro of LVP is if you need something quick that looks good to sell a home or make an investment property look great, LVPs can do that for you. Now, another pro of LVP is they say it is waterproof. I will share more on that when we talk about the cons, but the actual product itself is waterproof. So if you spill water on a plank, it's not going to go through. Remember, these are made out of vinyl, which is a plastic. Just like plastic is waterproof, your vinyl plank will also be. Another pro of LVP is they look great, especially higher end ones. They look so close to hardwoods, it is really hard to tell the difference. I'll have to get on my hands and knees and go knocking on floors to see if it's real hardwood or vinyl planks. The technology has really gotten so impressive over the years. And another pro, the last one I'll mention, is it's easy to change up and replace LVPs since it's just a click-in-place floating floor. Now, if you have a glued-in floor, that's a little different, but for the most part, LVPs are floating, meaning they are not secured. They rest on top of your tile, your flooring, or your subfloor. Now, let's talk about some cons of LVPs, luxury vinyl planks. 
Now, companies have done an amazing job marketing LVPs. They sound like the ideal solution for your home. But there are problems, and I'm going to share some now, so make sure to keep listening. LVPs can fade in the sunlight. If you get a ton of natural light in your home, well, lucky you. But LVPs can fade in that beautiful sunlight and might not be the right choice. Also note, hardwoods can also fade in the sunlight too. So there, your comparison is pretty comparable. Another con of LVPs is that hollow sound you get walking on floated LVPs. Now, this is not necessarily a con as long as you're aware of that common issue going in. If your expectation is knowing that LVP floating floors can have that hollow sound, remember that burger and steak expectation, then this might not bother you at all because many people are okay with that because they know what to expect going in. But if you're expecting this completely silent, very, very sturdy floor and you've picked a floating floor, then that's not going to meet your expectations. Now, a con of LVP about waterproofing. Is it really waterproof? Well, the product or the plank itself, yes, is waterproof, but the seams between the planks are not. So if you have any gaps and water goes through those seams, you can actually warp your boards from below. So you might not see any water or moisture above your floors, and you might have warping or cupping or other issues that can happen, splitting and separating, it can actually be moisture below. Now, since these floors are floating, they have to have some movement and expansion. They have to allow for that. That's why you don't glue floating floors down. They need to expand and contract based on weather conditions. So with that expansion, you can sometimes have bigger gaps in your floors and smaller gaps. Like in cold, dry weather, you might have bigger gaps. And when it's warm and and humid out, you might have less. Just know that if water gets through those seams and gaps, that's when you can get into trouble, even get into some moisture and mold damage. So you want to be careful when you're cleaning your luxury vinyl planks. You don't want to use a lot of excess water or steam them with a steamer. That is way, way, way too much moisture. Another thing to mention about LVPs with their durability is they are not as durable as they are made out to be. Again, the marketing behind some of the companies to tout these products as completely indestructible is just not true. Now, are they more durable and scratch resistant than hardwoods? In many cases, absolutely. But that doesn't mean you can drop a 10 or 20 pound weight on them or sit there with a knife or a saw and not worry about a scratch or two. Or if you have a rock or a small nail in the bottom of your shoe and you walk across your floor, yes, you can scratch it. So they are more durable than a hardwood, but even a desk roller chair can scratch these over time, especially if any little debris or rock fragments get under that wheel, it can absolutely scratch it. So I don't want you to think that these are completely indestructible. Again, it's those expectations, right? The burger and the steak. It's not good or bad. As long as you have realistic expectations, then the durability would not be a con for you. It's only a con if you're expecting that burger to be the steak. So heavy furniture can also dent it. And if you get a dent or a scratch, and this is a con because you can't repair an LVP plank, you have to replace it. 
You can't sand it down or put wood filler in like it's a hardwood plank, like a hardwood flooring. Now, if you have a glued down luxury vinyl plank, yes, you can remove one board. But if you have a floating click in place board, you'll actually need to remove all the boards until you get to the edge where the baseboards are, pop the baseboards off, and then you can replace that board and the other boards you just removed and put the baseboards back on. Now, hopefully if this ever happens, your damage is near the edge and not in the middle of the floor because that makes it much harder. And anytime you're taking something up and repairing something, you always run the risk of damaging another board. So always have extra on hand is a little pro tip there. Now, I do want to mention this, that two flooring sources and installers and companies that I trust, they have both shared their concerns with LVP with me over the years and that they have a lot of problems with it, so much so that one of them might not even want to carry them anymore, despite how popular it is. And sometimes contractors will say they're not going to install it, but they'll sell it to you. Because again, they don't want to run any of the risks or liability that something were to happen and the floor got damaged. It's hard for them to know if it was because of the product itself or because of misuse and expectations about the LVP. Because again, it isn't as bulletproof and waterproof as it's marketed as. And that really makes it hard for homeowners who are expecting this amazing product. And in many ways it is. But if you don't have all the facts about it, then you will have unrealistic expectations. And if something goes wrong, you'll reach out to the installer. But it may or may not be an issue on their part because of improper use. And so the most important thing is to have education about this, which is exactly why I wanted to record this podcast episode, because I've heard too many stories of this happening with LVP. So as long as, again, you have those realistic expectations, the burger and the steak, every time you think of a burger and a steak, now you'll think of LVPs. But it's not as simple as saying this is a good product or this is a bad product. It has a lot of great pros to it. Now, where I would caution you with your vinyl planks is if they are getting pretty high in price, I'm talking seven, eight, nine, ten dollars or more, then I absolutely invite you to consider hardwoods. But they still might not be the right decision because if you have large pets or you're worried about the scratching, a ton of sunlight, then again, they might not be the right choice. But if you're going to be paying that much, then hardwoods are going to give you a better return on your investment. They're going to increase your home value. Luxury vinyl planks are not. They are still a great option, but they aren't giving that same perceived value and hardwoods are just considered the cream of the crop. All right, so what did I put in my own home during my remodel this past year? Well, I actually put in wood plank porcelain tiles. Those are tiles that look like hardwood, but they are made out of porcelain. Mine are about four feet long by about eight inches wide. So they give that really beautiful big wood plank look. Now, why did I decide this? Well, first off, I have large dogs and hardwoods do not work with tall dogs. I have retired racing greyhounds. I've always had them. And we have had hardwoods in a previous home with two retired racing greyhounds. And as our dogs got older and started slipping and losing some of their ability and mobility, 
they would scratch the heck out of those floors. And so we swore we would never have hardwoods in our house. Another reason I chose my wood plank tiles is sunlight. We get a ton of natural sunlight. We have so many windows in our home. It's south facing. It is so much sun. And hardwoods and LVPs, both of them, remember, can fade. So we didn't want to have to worry about having a rug in place. And then you remove the rug and you see the outline of the rug. That can happen with both LVPs and with hardwoods. We did not want that. We also wanted a really sturdy, solid floor that didn't have that hollow feeling. That was a really important thing to my husband that Brad really wanted that solid feeling floor. And I completely agree with him. And we also wanted a one and done floor. We plan on living in our home for a long time. We did not want to have to go through the hassle of changing these floors every three to five to 10 years. Now, you might be wondering, Well, don't you have grout lines? Yes, we do. But we did them as small as we could safely go based on the tile manufacturer's recommendations. And they really blend in with the tile. So I don't notice them. When I'm looking across at my floors in the distance, I don't even see grout lines. Now, if I'm standing right above my tile, yes, I will see the grout lines next to my feet, but it really blends in and I don't mind that at all. Tile is more expensive to install, and it's also harder on your body. It's not as soft as hardwood, and it's not as soft as an LVP. Now, here in Southern California, more mild temperatures, it can be warmer here, so the tile actually keeps things kind of cool. We don't get those extreme cold snaps. If I was on the East Coast or in the Midwest with colder temperatures, yeah, I'm not putting tile in unless it's heated tile, which is totally amazing. Now, would I consider LVPs for my own home? Not personally for my own home, but that's only because of the reasons I just mentioned. But I would consider them for an investment property for sure, or a home that I wasn't going to be living in for the duration and long time. All right, we covered a lot in this episode and you still might have some questions. If you do, then I invite you to reach out to me. You can find me on Instagram at Nestorations and just send me a DM. We can open up a conversation about this. But here's what I would love for you to do next is if you have not left a review for this podcast, please do so. Five stars would be appreciated because it helps this podcast reach more people just like you who are looking for design guidance, who are looking for that education to make smart decisions in their home. That's exactly why I created this podcast. And if you haven't come over to Instagram and followed me there, I invite you to do that. I'd love to connect with you over on that platform as well. Thanks again, and I will catch you next week. Have an amazing day.